0: Hey everyone, and welcome to episode number 42 of the Aligned Performance Podcast, the podcast that deep dives beyond the daily hustle and explores how you can achieve your potential with purpose so that you can thrive at the highest level possible and use your power to contribute to a better world. My name is Trang, your host for the show. And I am feeling so driven today. I had my usual morning routine, which I'm just absolutely in love with at the moment. So this morning it was Pilates meditation and journaling all down by the beach. And then um, I've only updated my whiteboard to put up my 2022 outcomes about half an hour ago. So for anyone who doesn't know, I have a whiteboard that sits in my office. And it's like my Bible. I refer to it every day when I sit down at my desk. It's got all my outcomes on it, my commitments on it. And I um, had just ticked off my final 2021 outcome, which was to run the journey of potential with the highest level of leadership, impact, and connection. And now we are halfway through the second round of the journey of potential. And I am just stoked with how the women are showing up. Like they are committed to the highest level and there's already been some pretty significant transformations in the group and they're all putting the work and on track to hitting their outcomes as well so it's just once again like these the journey of potential is something that i created um that came out of lockdown initially but it's really becoming something that is just truly life-changing for the people in the group and then for me it's just one of the most rewarding things I've ever created one of the most impactful things I've ever created so loving it was able to tick off that outcome and now I thought I would um put my energy into connecting with my 2022 outcomes. So what 2022 looks like, that's something that I already knew what it looked like. Like I already stay connected with that through my daily meditations anyway, because I believe you've got to actually be able to see something. You've got to actually be able to um, believe in something to create it. You can't create something that you don't know what it looks like. So I'm really big on having clear um, specific outcomes all the time anyway, not just in the new year, But um, yeah, they're now up on the whiteboard, like physically with little check boxes next to each outcome, each big event in 2022 that I've got planned, heads up, some pretty cool stuff coming next year. And um, I'll work through that over, um, yeah, the next 12 months. So today's podcast episode is one that I believe is going to be really valuable for all of you because I am sharing five things that I have changed my mind on. So five opinions, five different beliefs that over some point in my life, I have done a complete 180 and changed my stance on that. And this is something that I think is worthwhile sharing because I used to be in a lot of fear about changing my mind about something and openly expressing that because I used to think that that was a bad uh, look on me and it would make me look less credible but now it's the opposite now i think it's actually necessary to openly share these things because number one it just highlights and reconfirms that it is good to change your mind on things like you are constantly evolving you're constantly growing and expanding and as part of that process you will be um opening up your perspective on the world, on yourself, on different things. Therefore, you will start to change your mind as you go through life. So it's a really resourceful and um, valuable process of your growth. But secondly, because I used to believe these things in the past, there are no doubt people out there who also still hold this belief or hold this opinion. And I think it will be really valuable for me to share How I've worked through these different um, opinions, why I've changed my mind and see if that's something that resonates with you and opens up your perspective as well. So the first thing that I've changed my mind on is a big one that has changed how I feel about myself in dealing with self-comparison with others. And what I used to think was that there would be one thing or one trait that would make me cooler than the next person, make me better or more worthy than the next person or the opposite, less worthy than the next person. So I would unconsciously um, latch onto a trait and use that as a sign of my worthiness relative to people around me. And this is just crazy because at the time, like I wouldn't know better and I was doing this unconsciously. So I didn't even realize it. But over the years, when I look back, the things I latched onto, the things that I focused on, that I used as a sign of my self-worth, they changed all the time. And that's just firstly, that's just already a sign that there isn't any one thing that makes us more worthy or less worthy. But in school, I remember I'd be really focused on um, like clothes. So when I was in school, I remember I was like really focused on wearing T-bars, which is a type of school shoe. And I was like, I was so focused on them that I made my mum go out and buy these particular school shoes. I, I didn't want to wear the chunky school shoes with laces because as soon as I walked into school with T-bars, then I was automatically cooler than the people with shoelaces on their school shoes and i'd walk around the school halls and like look at other school girls, and if they were wearing shoes with laces i'd instantly deep down feel a bit of smugness and feel convince myself that i was more worthy than them or it might have been to do with body image as well like if i was skinnier than someone else then i'd instantly feel like i was better than them if i wasn't though if i felt bigger than someone else then i'd suddenly feel like i wasn't as worthy or wasn't as cool as them and you know, there's so many different ones in school as well. You know, like whether I knew boys or not, because I went to a girls' school. If I knew boys, and I was instantly cooler, and I really latched onto these things as a sign of my self worth, and that changed. Like when I was in uni, it would then come down to my degree or if um or my work status and things like that, and it just changed all the time and even in more recent years unconsciously i would do the same for my fitness or my my running pace or my triathlon performance if i met another athlete and they i knew that they were faster than me then i would instantly feel inferior because suddenly they're faster than me they're better than me like they're just you know, they're out of my league and then vice versa. If I was faster than someone else and I would like latch onto the fact that I'm like better than them. And it's just such a terrible way of thinking because firstly, as I said, um, this is all completely um, a projection of our own values. So I would walk around, for example, back in the day at school, right? Looking at people's school shoes, that's something that mattered so much to me, yet then the person who i was like judging probably didn't even think in the exact in the same way like probably didn't even it wouldn't even cross their minds that school shoes had any um symbolism of one's self worth so to me it mattered but to them it didn't and then maybe like to them they cared about something else maybe they cared about getting like good marks at school so then they would literally pass by me think that They're better than me because they might have gotten better marks or something. So it's just like literally two people in their own world thinking that they're better than each other based on completely different values and completely different traits that matter to them. So this is the thing. It's just like all these traits, they're relative and they're personal to what matters to yourself. It doesn't matter to anyone else. Other people care about different things. So what you care about, they won't care about and vice versa plus there are so many different things that make up each and every one of us and where someone might be lacking someone else will be someone else will be thriving um and vice versa again so it's just like there is nothing in this whole world that dictates or represents anyone's self-worth self-worth is a personal um own concept and the fact that we all have different strengths and weaknesses and we all have different things that we we value that other people won't even think about just highlights that no one <laughs> is better than the next. Whether someone has a bigger house or a nicer car or money, that might matter to that person, but to someone else, they probably couldn't care less. So what I, I really think now is that we're all really equal. You know, like we, the fact that we all are human beings We're all started in the same place. We're all going to end in the same place. We are all equals. And yes, there's going to be um, strengths that someone else might not have. But just remember that they might not even value that strength or where they are lacking. um, So where they are lacking, they'll be uh, really strong elsewhere. So there's never one thing that represents someone's self-worth. Number two, the second thing that I've changed my mind on is regarding the purpose of life or the meaning of life and this has changed three times mainly like obviously there's been a lot of evolution in how I see life but there are three like more distinct stages so I remember when I was really young I thought life was just about having fun I was just like I just want to go to parties I just want to go traveling I just want to have fun and why do adults not have fun why do they choose to work so much why do they um, restrict the amount of holidays they go on but then at some point that got old and I found more meaning and fulfillment in improving myself. And this was during my uni years when I was just so obsessed with being with achieving high levels of success and that's all that mattered and that's um that's what I would prioritize as number 1 for the rest of my life. Like I got to the point where I didn't even want to like have kids because that would distracts me from being from achieving more success so in uni my perception of the meaning of life was to achieve the highest level of success but then i also started to realize at what after i've been doing that for a while is that success in itself doesn't necessarily bring fulfillment like there are plenty of successful people in the world who aren't deeply fulfilled and um after a while like having too much success if everything else in my life was empty, which it wasn't, but I was just putting so much um, emphasis on the success only. It's like, well, there are other areas of my life that, like, I, I'm craving for, like, just a bit of fun, a bit of adventure, a bit more spontaneity, a bit more creativity, a bit more relaxation, a bit more connection with my friends and my family who had pushed away because I was just working like seven days a week. So then I realized now. The meaning of life is one, you know, what, what you choose to put the meaning to life as like, there is no one meaning to life. Um, everyone has their own version of their uh, purpose in, in life. But secondly, for me, and this is speaking for myself, for me, life is about experience. Like we have a hundred or so years that we get to experience so many different things in life and we can go traveling and see different things. We can taste a lot of different foods. We can experience different emotions, the highs and the lows. We can experience different adventures, whether it's like having a family, growing a business, doing different sports, doing, going traveling. There's so much to experience, and that includes the highs and the lows. That includes the challenges as well as the rewards, So for me now, life is about embracing all of it. It's not just about striving to have a good life. It's about embracing and going through those challenges and um, actually experiencing it. Like That is part of life, experiencing all those things. But also for me, um, the meaning of life is also now about contribution as well massively. Yes, it's about having fun. Yes, it's about being my best self but it's about what can i do during my short time on this earth to actually make this world better than how i was born into it so that's why you know alliance performance has a huge component of individual performance and purpose but also a greater picture as well to make this world better in so many different ways to make it more loving to make it more harmonious to make it more inclusive to make it more peaceful like all those things so that is my personal meaning to life the next thing the third thing that I've changed my mind on is that I used to think that we it was all about getting to a point where we were successful or we'd made it and life would be easy and there would be no more challenges. <laughs> oh, how I was so wrong about thinking that. Like I mentioned in the last episode already, like there is no point where challenges just go away. Like you might unlock a new level of um, growth, you might unlock a new level of um, like, experience in this life, you might have unlock a new level of financial situation, you might unlock a new level of um have uh, career development but there's always going to be new challenges that come with every single level and those those challenges will be specific to that level only so you wouldn't have experienced that otherwise but now that you're at that certain level or at that certain stage you will experience these challenges so there are always going to be challenges it's not about getting to a point where it's going to be all easy and there's going to be no challenges like that's not, what, not what's going to happen. We are meant to have challenges. It's meant to, life is meant to have ups and downs. If we did get to a point where life is all easy, then that would be boring. Like I mentioned just in the last point, life is about experience and it's, it's about having those challenges and the highs and the lows. Because if it were so easy, if we had all the money in the world, if we never had to work a day in our life, if we could just lounge around by the beach every single day, then, yeah, I mean, that'd be fun for the first three months, maybe. <laughs> maybe not even. But then at some point, it will become an empty, meaningless existence. So challenge challenges are an experience. They will actually create more um, excitement and color in our lives. All right, the fourth thing that I have changed my mind on is that things are either right or wrong. So this is what I used to believe, that in every single argument there's a a person who's right and there's a person who's wrong. Or in life there are morally things that are right or morally things that are wrong. But now as I've really expanded my mind, I've realized who's to say what's right or wrong in this world just like what i teach in the journey of potential so much everything is our own perception like reality is is our perception and our own projection so one person's right is going to be one person's wrong and vice versa there is no universal right or wrong in this world unless you are god and you can say for sure that something's right or wrong like who's to say So how I see it is instead of right or wrong, there's only resourcefulness or alignment. So resourcefulness is doing something that's going to serve you and is going to be a good fit for you. And that's all it is. It's resourceful for you, but you can't say that it's like universally right because like who's to say once again, I literally had this conversation um, just the other day. And um, I was talking about how some people, um, for example, some of my family members, they really value like security and routine. So they're happy to stay in the same job for 20 years. They're happy to live in one house for like 15 years versus me. Like I've, moved house in just in the last month will probably move house again in another year and to them they're like oh like why would you do that and just seems so ridiculous to them and like with my job as well like I'm um you know having my own business it's there's it much less structure um so to them it seems like so ridiculous and it's like in their eyes it's like wrong to to be doing that so much because it's just like so risky and like what if it all fails or you know what's the point of doing it and and for us it's like it's right because for us it's experience it's adventure it's all those things it's challenge so yeah who's to say what's right or wrong but there's only resourcefulness because that's going to serve us that's aligned to our own values and that's aligned to what we seek for in life and then their lifestyle to have more security and structure is resourceful for them. So there's only resourcefulness and alignment to your values or not. There's no right or wrong. And that's actually why disagreement between individuals can be a really beautiful thing. Like that's just the nature of every human being. Eight billion humans on this earth are going to have their own values and their own um code of what is resourceful and aligned to them or not which is why there's going to be disagreement and yeah like it can be beautiful it's a sign of our ever present uniqueness okay the fifth thing that i have changed my mind on this one's really interesting because i reckon this one can be a bit controversial but it's not like i've swung completely from one extreme to the other with this one i've started on one extreme, and then now I've probably come more to the middle. So it's not like I'm in complete disagreeance with this belief. So I used to believe that you need a piece of paper if you want to be good or if you want to make a career out of anything. So essentially, I, I really used to believe that you have to go to uni, you have to have a good education if you want to be Good and and actually make money and um, yeah make a career. I was raised to think like that. That's all I knew. Um, it wasn't an, not it was not an option not to go to uni. It was never something that I even considered. But after you know being around <laughs> for a bit longer and meeting more people and experiencing more of life, I realised that this whole system of being good at something and being able to make money and being able to have a career is based upon many different variables. And a uni degree is just one tiny, like it's just one fraction of all the different variables that make up someone's um, chances of having a brilliant career. So because it is one variable, of course, yeah, in some circumstances it is necessary to get the uni degree like surgeons just as one example and yes it can absolutely act as a filter or a barrier to um certain jobs or certain industries and make people um, have to pass a certain level of i guess education certain level of knowledge and a certain level of um experience as well to to break in to that industry so yes sometimes it's necessary for sure and it is beneficial like i definitely want a surgeon um doing an open surgery on me to have had you know extensive education and practice but in many other cases it's not as relevant at all you know since since living out in this world i've come to realize there are so many incredible impactful leaders in this world who don't necessarily have a uni degree there are so many people who are really smart and really good at what they do who not only don't have a uni degree but they didn't even finish high school either and that's completely changed my entire outlook because you know, I was raised to think that, yeah, you have to do all that to be anything in life. But now I've seen evidence on the contrary. You know, of course, there's like exceptions and everything, right? Like there are people who don't do uni and don't do school and, and they're not, they, they, they aren't able to have a um, big, long-lasting career. But also I've seen people who have finished school, finished uni, who also don't have a long-lasting career. So it goes both ways, and the reason it goes both ways is because having a certificate, like having a uni degree, is one piece of the puzzle. It's one factor, and there are many others. Um, it is part of a. It's only part of a wider picture of what contributes to someone being good at what they do and being able to have a career. So yeah, I'm now not as set on um having to have a set uni degree to actually be good at what i do to be able to make a career um and i i do think that like life experience has a big part of that as well actually you know this is almost a branch of of this point but um i used to think that knowledge was everything like knowledge was power you know the more you know the better you are but I've also come to realize that people who have heaps of knowledge, they, they might have all that data downloaded in their brain, but there can still be a lot of smart, knowledgeable and intellectual people who aren't necessarily wise. And what I mean by wise is like when I'm thinking, when I think of wise, I think of like like think of the aborigines who may not have had like top level education um back in the day but they were wise like they have a lot of knowledge and life experience passed down through the generations they are connected to the land they are connected to the elements and they are wise like they know shit even if they haven't had like strict education so there's a difference like wisdom is knowledge but with life experience and with the ability to reason and think and experience for oneself versus some people who are very knowledgeable, but they're so textbook. And as soon as life throws a spanner in the works, then they get stuck and they just have no idea what to do. So once again, you know, like having wisdom is my goal now, not just knowledge and intellect. Okay, one more thing. The last thing that I have changed my mind on. And this one, <laughs> instead, unlike the last point where I've gone from one extreme opinion to the middle, this I've gone from one extreme belief right to the other side where I couldn't, you know, disagree more with this line of thinking. And that is that veganism is extreme (laughs) so hear me out with this one I used to be the biggest anti-vegan ever so for anyone who may be new to the podcast like I'm vegan (laughs) um, and I used to be the biggest anti-vegan ever so I was raised like classic you know meat eating family meat in every single meal dairy in pretty much every single meal and I loved it like I'd love to go to steakhouses I loved not just like pizza with some salami on it. Like give me the meat lovers, right? Like full blown, um, you know, and and I used to laugh at vegans as well. Like I used to uh, joke that they were hippies. I used to think that they were extreme. Like why would you do that? You're so extreme. Like what do you eat? Just like grass and some leaves or something. But now <laughs> being a vegan, my entire perspective has changed because let's be real, like what's so extreme about wanting to live a life that causes minimal harm to other sentient living beings? Is, is that really so extreme after all? And I could turn it the other way around and I could say, I would argue it's more extreme to be living a life where it's normalized to be killing 80 billion animals every single year and just for context 80 billion is huge that's more than the number the total number of humans who have ever walked on this planet from the start of time um to give context to that even more like remember the start of last year in 2020 um that we had this the australian bushfires that were very bad in australia in the heat of summer and 500 million wildlife got killed in in those bushfires and that created an uproar there were huge you know um fundraisers for the wildlife 500 million yet that's still only one one six one sixteenth of the number of animals who get killed every year anyway to be eaten um and you know this is once again it comes down to your own values like i value love and compassion first and foremost and especially knowing that we can live without meat or dairy. You can be a healthy, thriving, functioning individual without meat and dairy, um, in your diet and wearing it as well. Obviously like leather and fur and stuff. That's what veganism is, by the way, it's not just a diet. It's actually an ideology. It's a, um, a lifestyle that is alignment to one's values of, you know, love and compassion and peace and all that. Um, yeah it's just like not necessary so so to me it's a question now of why wouldn't you be vegan versus why would you be vegan and yeah it's an ideology like veganism is an ideology that's minority and carnism the opposite of veganism veganism is the dominant ideology so carnism is where yeah like there's a society loves certain animals like dogs um and you know dogs Are loved, and you know, if someone kicks a dog, they'll go to jail. Yet, at mass scale, other sentient beings who have been scientifically proven to be even smarter than dogs, like pigs and cows, will be killed, and that is lawful. So, that's carnism when some animals are loved and some aren't. Um, yeah, carnism is dominant, therefore, it's invisible and is accepted without question. So, I get that you know, there is culture and there's habit and all of those things um, and I, I get that I get both sides it's up to us to res- to subscribe whichever ideology that aligns to us most but once again I, ha- I have to say with this every time I bring up veganism it's something that for a long time I wasn't really sure how to talk about it because as an anti-vegan once upon a time I knew that I would be so triggered by preachy vegans and i knew that that's not what works like that's not effective in creating inspiration and change so i I really want to also express like on this point that i have no judgment for you no matter what lifestyle you choose because once again like it's this is aligned to me but it might not be aligned to you and that's okay previously i would be really triggered and i used to i went through the stages of thinking that everyone was bad everyone who wasn't vegan was bad but now like you know from from my heart i I really believe that everyone's on their own journey so those are the five things i have changed my mind on so to recap number one that i used to believe that there would be one thing that would make me more or less worthy than someone else but now I know that there are so many different things that make up a person that there is no one measurement of someone's self-worth outside of their own head number two I used to think that life was about only having fun or being the most successful person but now I know that life is purely going to hold the meaning that you choose to put to it And for me, it's about having a lot of different experiences and contributing to the world around me. Number three, I used to believe that we should get to a point where it is easy and there are no more challenges. And that's the goal. But now I know that challenges are a part of life and I actually um, should be embracing them because they are what makes life fun and meaningful in the first place. Number 4, I used to believe that you need to have a piece of paper, a uni degree to make a career out of anything and and to be good at what you do. But now I believe that it can be necessary in some cases, but it's absolutely not always necessary either. And number 5, I used to believe that veganism is so extreme, but now I believe the opposite. You know, in my own eyes Um, There's nothing more extreme than killing 80 billion animals every year for something that isn't even necessary for our survival. And that is the end of another episode of the Aligned Performance Podcast. I hope you enjoyed that episode, that these points resonated with you, whether This is something that you currently believe, or it's something that you have already changed your mind on, and you've been through that process already. Like I said, changing your mind on things is such a positive thing because it's a sign that you have expanded, you've evolved, you've grown. Therefore, naturally, your stance on different things will evolve as well. So, if you have changed your minds on any of these things, or if this has Um, prompted you to reflect on other things in your life that you have changed your mind on then I would love to hear so shoot me an email trang at alignedperformance.com.au let me know like what areas of your life did you used to strongly believe in or you were raised to think a certain way and then now you've completely changed your mind on it I would be really interested to starting a conversation with you and delving deep into some of these topics. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week and I'll be back next week for another episode. See you then. Mm